What's poppin' everybody? How y'all doing? Thank you for tuning in to episode 29 of the Swamp Life Podcast with yours truly, the one and only, Big Gator, Gator Love, Gold Chain Gator, Spiffy Gator, Turtleneck Gator, aka Mr. Where's My Lighter, and hopefully at least you guys had a decent week since the last time you heard my voice. I've had a, since moving back, I've, it's been a, it's, it's been cool. I've just been taking it day by day, um, but since starting work and everything, I feel like the process that I'm looking to achieve, or the process is going by pretty smooth, and the goal that I'm looking to achieve is obtainable. So, we'll see. And um, hopefully you guys are, you know, pushing and striving for your goals and shit as well. I can't wait to start recording this visually. Hopefully I can put out a visual episode. Actually, not hopefully. The goal is to put out a visual episode before my birthday, September 1st. I'm accepting all gifts, by the way. Um, And, yeah. A bunch of shit's happened this week, though. I wasn't really sure where to start, but I'm just going to start with what pissed me off so I can kind of get it out of the way and just get all those feels out. You feel me? So by now, I'm sure all of you have heard the news about XXX Tentacion getting shot and killed right outside of that motorsports place in Florida. And I have a lot of issues just with the reception of him being killed, him getting killed, and just in the whole situation. Because... For one, he's only 20 years old and had no no reason someone should be celebrating a 20-year-old being killed unjustly when he's been convicted of no crime. Well, he's convicted of crime, but the heinous crimes that people are allegedly saying he's done, he wasn't convicted of. And the... I don't want to prioritize crime, but I would... Alright, I feel pretty comfortable in saying we can all agree that the crime referencing beating up his pregnant girlfriend is a little bit worse than beating up another male. I feel comfortable saying that. So, that's the most heinous crime he's being, um, he was being accused of, correct? That's what everyone or that's what most of the people whose responses are saying that he deserved it or they don't give a fuck about him dying or anything like that. They basically say he was a abuser to a pregnant woman. He he beat her till she was half blind, things like this. And he um, basically beat the shit out of a gay man till he was almost within an inch of his life. Okay, I'm not going to... I am going to discredit these claims, but... Even if these things were a hundred percent true, what does him dying solve? How does that? What's the? How does that bring any justification to those crimes that were committed or solvency to the situation just in general? But like I said, I'm going to address the crime specifically because I've seen with my own eyes posted screenshots and shit on Twitter that discredit a lot of the claims that his ex-pregnant girlfriend was making. 
And I know we live in an age where the truth doesn't really matter or the narrative that is the juiciest is the one people are going to believe and just run with. But man, she was accusing him of some very explicit crimes. And then you read these screenshots of these text messages of her lying about it or admitting to lying about a lot of these things and it no one is addressing this at all like I wasn't a I'm not gonna sit here and act like I was the biggest triple x fan or supporter I wasn't on the wave super early I actually wasn't on I wasn't supporting him purposely because of those claims that the woman was making against him. I didn't really hear about the gay man um, incident until way later um, after hearing his music and shit like that. But even then, there's some things that don't add up in that story as well. But specifically staying on him and uh, the situation between his girlfriend and him, uh, Um, yeah, when I first heard about it, I didn't want to play his music. I'm sorry, there, there's some shit going on outside, and it fucking distracted me. Um, I specifically wasn't playing his music or supporting his music or trying to listen to any of that shit when I first heard it. And then you read these claims about how she's lying, and all his fans that were early fans said she was lying way before there was any evidence saying she was lying. X said she was lying, so they just rode with it. But then there's actual evidence that supports the claims that she's lying, how she had sex with one of his friends to make him jealous. Like, shit like that, to where it just doesn't add up. How she was never actually pregnant. Like, these kinds of things I feel like need to be addressed and shared with the the general public so he's not... His legacy isn't just known as a woman-beater and a homophobe because I don't I'm not saying that either claim is true the only they know the truth but there are two two sides to every story I don't feel like you can just roll with the initial claim she made if she's also admitted to lying about those claims as well because then what does that prove and then let's move on to the other heinous crime that everyone's allegedly saying he committed with the beating a a gay man within an inch of his life and I'm not saying he did or didn't do this crime but there are a lot of um, posts and things about how this gay man was trying to allegedly have sex with him now I am in no shape or form a homophobe at all I've said on this podcast my mom's a lesbian so like it is what it is but if a gay man tried to have sex with me how am I supposed and if he doesn't stop, like, if he doesn't chill when I, like, before it even gets to a, we're even, it's not even going to get to that point. You feel me? I'm going to separate myself from the situation. But if he somehow tried to persist and force himself on me, yes, I would fuck a gay dude up. So being a straight male, I can't necessarily knock him all the way for that crime. When some other details were exposed and explained Because being put in that scenario, I don't know how I would necessarily react either. And I'm going to say this again. This nigga is 
I'm saying is, and that's the fucking sad part. This nigga was 20 years old, bruh. 20 years old. And people are celebrating his death. That is the most wild shit I've ever seen, ever. Like, do these niggas go outside? Like, have they ever lost someone ever? Seriously, I don't see how you could... Regardless of the way you feel about his crimes, because I am not separating those crimes. If he did those crimes, he is a, he was a terrible person. But he still lost his life, and that doesn't need to be celebrated. That People need to show empathy for human life just in general. I don't see how... I don't see how it could be celebrated for death because at the end of the day, his crime or his suffering was worse. Tech death is worse than an ass whooping. He doesn't get to come back from that death. She can move on from her life. She might, she'll always be scarred from that. Or this gay man might always be scarred from the ass whooping that they received. If the, if it was allegedly true, but they can live their life. They could go through the court. They can go through the justice system and get, justice for the alleged crime that was committed as opposed to him being dead how is i don't see how that is celebrated especially when he was making an active he was trying to make an active change in his life doing charities and starting foundations to explain and just enlighten and educate people on domestic abuse and help them speak out and reach the masses and even then people are saying well yeah this person has a a foundation he's still an asshole and a terrible person this person has a foundation he's still a a terrible person and an asshole and they're just using it as an excuse for a a tax write-off but yes I'm not gonna say that all rich people because of course it is a tax write-off yeah but He was actively involved. He had his mom running the foundation. He was really a part of this foundation and really trying to make an active change in his life. And you don't know where this could have went years from now, the person he could have became. And it's crazy that he's going to, in some people, some people's eyes, he'll always be that abuser or that terrible person because I seen this post, um, mentioning how what Maya Angelou was at 20, what Malcolm X was at 20, and um, what someone else was at 20. And people still discredit the whole post because they're saying, do you really think this thing would have became the next Malcolm X? And no, that's not what, that's not even what the post is explaining. But the potential and growth that he was showing was massive. And I don't think people, the people that knew Malcolm X at 20 don't even think Malcolm X would have became Malcolm X at 20. But he had a vision and he had a goal. At 20, Malcolm X was still a... He was known as a pimp and a thief. But he had a mouthpiece. He knew what to do with it. And with the proper guidance, he learned how to use the proper terms and he became one of the most influential black men ever. And if X would have even become half of that, and I'm not saying he would have, I'm just saying if he could have become half of that, imagine what he could have done for mental health, domestic violence, everything. Because his music actually had a message. 
He was rapping about positivity, rapping about the things he was dealing with in his depression. How many real artists that are actually being supported are addressing these topics that real humans every day are actually going through? Yet people want to support this man being killed. That's honestly some of the craziest shit. That just wild, but just hella wild, I think personally. I just got one more point to make. Cause my other discrepancy is with the person that allegedly shot him. I don't know if it's true or not, but allegedly the person they're believing that shot him is some uh, some dude named Soldier Kid, and I'm low key on board. Um, but see, that's what I'm on board because I'm not even. I was gonna divert and tell you I'm not on board, or and why I was only partially on board. But let me address it first. Before X got killed, or it might have been right after. No, it was definitely right after. He said, um, I just shot XXX. I'm about to go viral. And then a few minutes later, all these um, posts come out about how, or not posts, but my biggest discrepancy that I almost left off. Then you see all the video of X laid out in his car. And it's like, oh shit, X was shot. Like, there's literally like five or six different angles or videos that you can find online. And you'll see people just watching him there shot. Like, after he was shot. It's so fucked up that we live in a world where no one checked... Only one person checked on this nigga. One person. No one else checked his pulse. No one pulled him out the car to lay him on his back or his side. See where the bullet went in. See if the bullet came out. No one. Everyone just stood there and fucking recorded. That shit is so fucking distasteful. His family members, his mom, dad, cousin, everybody. That's going to be their final images of him dead in his car that's how people are laid out in his fucking car not dead just not breathing he still could have potentially had a chance at life if people weren't so consumed in fucking getting the footage and actually making a difference when i read that that like not reading that but like hearing that he wasn't pronounced dead at the scene and he was pronounced dead at the hospital and watching the videos and then there was a nurse that posted something saying exactly what I'm saying, that no one checked on his pulse. Only one person checked to actually make sure he was alive and well. And that shit is just, that shit's just wild. I like, I know how much technology, like, I didn't think technology consumed us to the point where we would rather record someone dying than help them live. Like that is so crazy that he could have he could potentially still be here 
if someone would have just put the phone down and, and tried to make a difference. That's wild. But, and then, like I was saying, the uh, alleged shooter, soldier kid, he tweeted that. And I'm on board simply because he was right around the corner. Or he posted a video, uh, a little boomerang right before the shooting and everything. And he was right around the corner from where X was. He had a strap on him. Yada, yada. And then uh, allegedly one of the getaway cars might have been a Chevy Tahoe. He has a picture on Instagram right in front of a Chevy Tahoe. The alleged shooter was wearing a red mask. He has a picture on Instagram wearing a red mask. It, A lot of the details just add up to make it seem like it's him. But one of the things that's, that I don't really like about where society is going and everything is he might have just known that X got shot. Like, because I was saying... He posted his location right around the corner. He might have been one of the people that seen it. And he might have he like might just be doing this literally for clout. And cause he's also a rapper. He has a tape out that he just recently put out. And it's fucking sad that he allegedly or that he could potentially just be doing this for clout. Because right after those tweets and everything, he deleted his account and then Yesterday, the Shade Room posted a video that he put out saying um, that he wasn't the shooter, that he fucks with Florida niggas, blah, blah, blah. And it's just... The shit just doesn't add up. You know, I I don't want to sound like too pro-black, too militant and everything, like too black militant, but like, it's 2018, man, and I just feel like with everything that's been going on with black people over the hundreds of years, you would think niggas ain't still... And I know, nigga, I don't want to sound naive, but I know black people are still killing black people. But you would think, like, damn, when a nigga's made it, you're not going to try to just take him out just to take him out. Like, for what? Like, what is the purpose at the end of the day? That's what I don't really understand. But with all the things that have been going on with black people, and I, I only say you would think now in 2018, you would think people would have changed... Because with the accessibility of social media, the world is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I can talk to someone in Australia right now. I can talk to another black person in fucking Florida right now. I can just tweet them. I can send a girl a DM on Instagram in Wisconsin. Like, black people can reach out to other black people all over the United States way quicker than they could any time previously in the past. Why do we feel the need to battle each other? This shit is fucking mind-boggling. <sighs> so unfortunately, Rich the Kid was also hospitalized after a robbery today. Not today, but over the weekend and everything. But before I get to that, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande are apparently getting married after three weeks of dating. And... Let me just say, her pussy must be fire. Like, I'm sorry to sound so misogynistic, but you can't, emotionally, you can't just grab me after three weeks. Like, so the pussy gots to be like, like, just muy bueno. There's no way he's just, it's just average box to, for him to just propose after three weeks. 
she has to be doing some wild things in the bedroom. Like, unheard of type of stuff. I know she's very short, so you can do a lot more. But, like, she has to just be wild out there for you to propose after three weeks. I just, I don't, I'm not believing it's anything ordinary. But like I was saying, um, Rich the Kid was robbed and sent to the hospital over the weekend. And it was while he was at Tory Brick's house. And a lot of people think that Tory Brick set it up. And, you know, I'm not... Again, I don't really think we should be out here doing too much black-on-black crime. But I'm not the biggest Rich the Kid fan or supporter. And he lived and he's doing well and everything now. So, yeah. My biggest discrepancy with this situation is... Why did you niggas hit Tory Bricks? She is so damn fine. Like, what what compelled you to do such a thing, my nigga? Like, what could she have done or said to where you felt like you needed to punch her in the face? Or hit her with the... However you popped her blood vessel and bruised her cheekbone, what compelled you to do such a thing is what, is what I wanted to know. Like... That may aid in the fact... That only aids in the fact, like... Or aids in the case of her kind of setting it up. Because... I just don't see a nigga hitting her in the face. Like, I'd be like, oh, damn, bitch. Get out, get out the way real quick. Let me move. Let me, where this nigga at? You know, like... Unless she was, like, trying to fight or something like... But, like... They got guns. Why are you coming... Like, why are you trying to fight? You feel like... I just... I don't see her... I don't see her, um, I don't see the reason for them to punch her in the face, but I also don't really see her being the one to set him up, one, because she's too fine, and I don't think she really needs to set him up for her to get the things she would want, you feel me, but two, she also has been doing her thing for a long time, so I think she has her own money, well, enough of her own money to where she wouldn't need to ask him for all of it if she didn't want to. I think personally she could just, hey, let me get a little bit of that and I'll get the rep on my own. You know what I mean? That's just how I, I kind of look at it if you're a go-getter. But, and I don't know her, so I don't know if she's a go-getter. But in her um, claim, she even said it herself, you know. She doesn't need to ask him to do all these things for her. She could get it herself if she wanted it. Or if she wanted him to get it, she could just ask him for it because he fucks with her that tough. But... Yeah, I don't I don't really care too much about the robbery. I just thought it was hella crazy that these niggas thought it was cool to hit Tory Bricks in the face. Cause she's she's too you know what I mean? But again, I don't know what the what the hell Rich the Kid's been doing lately, but why is he engaging in so much um let's call it extracurricular activities? Like you're the CEO of your own company, like you like to say that every time you post a video on Instagram, right? You have an artist, you're doing, you're running a pretty successful label. So why are you engaging in these street activities? Why don't you have some security around you at all times? Or why are you getting slapped over a Starbucks counter? Like what's going on with Rich the Kid, but he needs help. And it's crazy because then I seen uh, the GameStop TMZ or the GameStop TMZ, really. TMZ stopped the game and then they said, yo, pimp. What do you think about the whole Rich the Kid situation? And Rich the Kid said, 
or not reach the kid. The game said reach the kid needs to call him. And I I don't understand this. Why like niggas move out to LA who aren't from LA obviously, rappers, and they don't fuck with niggas like the game. And they don't fuck with niggas like Big U. Or like Wack 100 is an annoying person, you feel me? But he obviously has connections. So, like, they don't be fucking with niggas like Wack. And it's like, or like Snoop. Like, who? So, when something goes down like this, these niggas have nobody to reach out to to help them maybe get their shit back or just find out who did it. And it's like, why do you niggas move? I'm, I'm always, like, interested in why niggas move out here and don't make those specific connections. Because, like, if I move, if I was a rapper or something like that, if I move to New York, I'm definitely going to try to link up with some niggas that know soldiers on, you know what I mean, on the ground level. Just because there's wolves everywhere. And you need to be connected on multiple levels. Well, that's how I think. While I'm on the shit I think is cool, I think it's hella dope that Puma Hoops is coming back. And they also signed Clyde Frazier to a lifetime deal. And they solidified that like with uh, having an exclusive drop at one of the stores in New York City. They had like an exclusive 73 pair release. And I think that's super dope. But the way they're really solidifying their upstart is by signing potentially the number one and the number two overall draft picks in this draft with DeAndre Ayton and Marvin Bagley. I'm pretty sure DeAndre Ayton is going number one to Phoenix because local kid, grew up there, went to Arizona, everything. It just makes the most sense for them to draft him. They need a center. It just makes the most sense. It would be like, don't fuck this up, Phoenix, basically. And then uh, I believe Sacramento has the number two. And Marvin Bagley is pretty much the second best player if you're not going to take Luke Doncic. And I like Luke Doncic. If If I'm saying his name correctly or incorrectly, I apologize. But they already have Buddy Heald and De'Aaron Fox. And unless they're going to throw him at the three, I just don't think that'll work out. Because it seems like he's more of a... He needs the ball a little bit more than a three would get the ball. <clears throat> Excuse me. On that team would. As opposed to a, a featured three. Because De'Aaron Fox seems to run the point. He distributes very well. I won't say very well. But he distributes the ball well. So they can utilize him. But Luke seems more of like a ball-handling, point-forward type of three, running the offense kind of guy from the highlights and everything I've seen of his. So I think he may go three or lower. And But I also just got the notification that they signed Michael Porter Jr. and that Jay-Z is going to be the creative director for Puma. So I'm hella interested to see what they're going to be doing this season, how soon they're going to be getting a new shoe. And I also like the reasons in which they were signing with Puma. Um, DeAndre Aiden said he wanted to start his own, build his own brand. He didn't want to be under anyone's legacy. If he signed with Nike, he'd be under LeBron James, Kevin Durant, uh, Paul George. You know, when before you get your own shoe, you have to lace up theirs, push their shoe a little bit. And then once they see your stardom, then they hand you your own shoe. Same thing with Adidas. And he said, you know, he's played in their pro circuits and everything like that. So they give you all the gear you want in those. But now this is a business. 
And when it comes to that, you know, you're looking to get the most money you can get as well as building your personal brand with the most freedom and a profit that you can make. So he went with Puma. And then the same thing, a similar reason for Marvin Bagley, he accredited some of that to LeVar Ball and said, you know, creating your own shoe, having your own brand and your own legacy is one of the things he really admired about the big baller brand just in general. You know what I mean? And that's something I, d I definitely have to agree with. And that's one of the reasons I was so opposed to people knocking LeVar Ball and hating on how much he was charging or just... Yeah, how much he was charging as opposed to just supporting it and or not supporting it and not saying anything negative because saying something negative as another black person is just harming a black business and why do you need to harm a black business as another black person? But that wasn't the main focus of this. I think it's just super cool that they're um, bringing that back and I'm super interested in how they're going to, the designs and everything that they're going to do with the shoe and how Jay-Z is going to be involved. Because when Puma was out, they were heavily integrated in culture and hip-hop. So it's interesting that they got one of the biggest hip-hop artists ever to be their creative director. I'm really annoyed that my last topic is my last topic because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't plan it to be this way. But by now, I'm a little late on talking about this because the timing of which it happened last week... But Chief Keith's baby mama was um, hanging out with Takashi Six Nine, and just give me a second. Now, for one. I don't want to sound too rude here, but you could definitely tell her and Chief Keef had sex far before Chief Keef was popping and doing his thing in music. Let me put it that way. Two, her teeth are throwing up gang signs. It is ridiculous. Now onto my biggest discrepancy with this whole thing in general. Her opening sentence is, I'm Slim Danger, and Chief Keef Baby Mama, he don't do shit for his kid. And then Takashi comes out of the into the video and takes her into the Gucci store and buys her a fanny pack. Now, if you're saying your baby daddy doesn't do nothing for your kid, and you're going to go fuck with a nigga that's beefing with your baby daddy, I mean, shouldn't you have him do something for the kid? Not you. Just like, no, I mean, I don't have children, so I don't really know how to properly give an assessment to this. I'm just throwing some shit out there. But like, you know, if you need something for the child and you got a nigga there with money after you're claiming the nigga who you were who had money who you're with previously isn't doing anything for the child if the child needs something wouldn't you film him buying that for the child to say that chief keep ain't doing shit for the child as opposed to him filming some shit buying it for you you dig like that just made her look like such a rat and like grimy 
and just trifling. Like, what's the purpose at the end of the day? Like, you're getting a fanny pack, bitch. A fanny pack. If you're trying, like, if you still want to be with Chief Keef or anything like that, how do you, what's the, just, like, that's so trash that that wouldn't even piss me off. Like, that's how trashy that is. Like, that would just make a nigga laugh. I don't see how, I don't even see what was going through her mind when she did some shit like that. Like, that's just, that's blasphemous. And as Takashi, man, like, that was so whack. It wasn't, it was just, it's whack because Chief Heave don't care about her. But, like, if you were trying to be disrespectful, like I said, or like I'm saying, you should have bought something for the kid. Like, if you're really going to go out and try to be real disrespectful. But, I mean, at the end of the day, what's he doing this for other than the clout? Cause, like I, I say this every time I talk about this nigga, bro. He attracts so much attention that you can't do anything to this nigga. It's not that he's so gangster or that like he's some real ass nigga or he's putting in so much work that niggas are scared to do something to him. Niggas do not want to go to jail. It's real life that simple. He causes so much attention to his location. He talks about where he is so much. The police know exactly where he is because he posts about it all the time. So if something was to happen to him and they know exactly who he's beefing with. So if something was to happen to him, they know exactly who to go to. So in reality, beefing with this nigga isn't a, it's a lose-lose situation. So I I 100% like the way Chief Keep is handling this shit. By just calling this nigga Officer Hernandez and just laughing at all this nigga's actions. Because I really think when this nigga catches him, he gonna catch him. Like, I don't think he's not looking for this nigga no more. I just think it's one of those things where he's not gonna post about it on Instagram. He's not gonna post about it on Twitter. It's just gonna happen when it happens. And then now after XXX has been murdered, Takashi wants to apologize for having beef with all these rappers and shit like that. But it's like, nah, nigga, you're so gangster and you're telling everybody to suck your dick a couple weeks ago. Where, where's that energy? Like, you have to have that same energy when you see these people if you're going to maintain that same energy on the internet all the time or when you're thousands of miles away from the same people that you're discrediting or you're talking about pulling their card. But that karma's going to come back around for everybody. I don't, I don't want him to be killed or anything. I just... I don't know, man. It's just crazy that somebody like X, not saying that anyone deserves death, but it's crazy how a person that's promoting positivity and really trying to make an active change in their life is murdered when a nigga that's inviting that energy and that is in my, like he was in Miami, in y'all nigga city, and y'all niggas didn't do shit to this nigga and he invites that shit on the daily. And then a nigga that's uplifting your city, trying to promote positive shit in your city, hold charity events in your city, Y'all murk that nigga off. Woo! Florida niggas really are crazy.